Good afternoon or good morning. Gosh, it's still morning. It is still morning. Been up for a while. <laughs> but we're broadcasting live, um, Ready Row USA from the U.S. Rowing Convention in Atlantic City, New Jersey. And I'm here with Emily Eldrocker. Yes. Oh, I did it. Got it. Perfect. I'm meeting a lot of new people and with different names. And uh, <laughs> I try and practice, you know, practice a little bit before we get on. But Emily is a uh, elite coxswain for Para HP program, U.S. Rowing. Right. Yes, sorry. Did yes. I say that right? And so, tell us a little bit about your rowing story. I know we, I haven't had a whole lot of time to get to know you, your background, but maybe you can give us some highlights. Well, how we started coxing was I went to high school and you had to do a sports program. And my mom said, okay, you've competed in martial arts, gymnastics forever, time to join a team sport. Mm -hmm. I said, all right, I'll golf. And she was like, no, no, I don't think you get it. That's not a team sport. And so somehow we found ourselves rowing. Yes. And that was in Andover, Massachusetts. So I've been in Boston Andover. my whole life. Okay. Andover, folks, he had me. And how I got involved with the pair program is in 2019, I was working with Riverside U23s and I was at mm -hmm. Canadian Henley. And the Parrot team had three fours that were going out and racing and they needed a coxswain and I had the opportunity to hop in a boat with people. We had two practices and we were going up. I was in the middle lane. We had the four that was going to Worlds in two weeks on one side. So this was at Canadian Henley? This is Canadian Henley. And what water is that? This is in St. Catharines. Yeah. Okay. Yes. So yeah. is it what? What is there a river or a waterway? Oh, I'm gonna say it's a lake. No, go I'm ahead. Say it's no. a lake. I'm gonna so, pretend I know it's a lake. So you were there. So so yeah, and so I, I hadn't been very involved with the pair program yet. Yeah. Um, but but to hop in a boat where you have these world's athletes on one side in the four that they're going to be competing in. On, on the other side, we had a composite four of the two pairs that were also going to the world championships. Mm -hmm. And then we were a composite boat of pair athletes that were there and, and just interested in racing. And we had no expectations. And to go down the course against these world's athletes, we ended up having one of the most fun races I've ever had. Yeah. And so that was the inception to getting involved with the pair program. And after yeah. that, I just, couldn't leave. It was absolutely amazing. Yeah, they are the most inspiring people, in, you know, that I I do a little volunteering with the para program. Very, very yeah. cool. It helps connect the different communities, you know, it's like great. So, go ahead. And ev everyone has a different yeah. story about how they got involved with rowing, how we found the sport, mm -hmm. and what's been really exciting about working with para. The part that I love about it is that I believe my boat and, and every athlete shows that rowing is for anyone at any time. Mm -hmm. And that's one of the coolest things that I've found over my time. Yeah. And do you also row or? I have rowed. So <laughs> I, I saw that you uh, got to speak with Mary Whipple this yes, weekend. Yes, And Mary Whipple runs a camp, the ninth seat. Yeah. And she has every coxswain who goes to this camp rows in every seat of an eight. So I can now claim that I've rowed every seat in an eight. Awesome. Yes. Uh, <laughs> talked about that you know yes. how you need to understand rowing as well if you're a coxswain you know, absolutely yeah. and truly I think that if we can do erg workouts with our team if we can understand our own mm -hmm. challenges and when I get tired what am I gonna do that helps when we're in the third 500 of a 2k yeah what what are my athletes gonna do what do I have to remember because if you haven't felt that pain before I think at least for me it's a little hard to cox I, yes, I mean, that makes perfect sense, yeah. 
So, so I'll, uh, I'll give your readers a little bit of the tea. I'm trying to work my 2K from a 10.33 to break that 10-minute mark. That's the goal. Good for you. Good for you. Do you have an indoor roar, too? Or? Um, well, luckily, so I'm still I'm a graduate student at oh. the Massachusetts Institute of Technology. Oh, really? And so I am lucky That's enough, MIT. That is MIT. <laughs> so I'm lucky enough to still yeah. be on the team. So I have yeah. access to ERGs at all times. You weren't on cool. the boats when they spilled into the river, were you? Oh, I must admit. <laughs> that made the news yes, in Boston. I, I was like, not in the men's <laughs> boats when they did that my freshman year, but uh, I was lucky enough to be able to do that last year. Really? We, we copied the men's team. Yeah. We we were racing on a day in the powerhouse stretch on the yeah. Charles for anyone who's raced out of the Charles. It's and a straight stretch between two bridges. Yeah. Yes, right. and it was calm water. It was perfect water. But then coming back in, getting from that calm water to our boathouse became a bit of a challenge, and the waves were just rolling, and they wow. decided to roll straight into the boat. That's amazing. I mean, was everybody safe? Everyone was safe. Was it warm enough to? Yes, it yeah, was. Yeah. It was. It was the week before our championship, yeah. so a yeah. bit comical, but everyone was safe. It was warm. Well, yeah, I mean, now you have that experience, you know, yes. what it takes to tip an eight. Yes, <laughs> yes, or, or, sink, yeah. or sink an eight. Sink an eight. <laughs> did, did they fish it out of luckily, <laughs> Luckily, the boat, uh, even though it was full of water, it ended yeah. up tipping over and then emptying itself out. So well, yeah. Well. The boat did its own thing, okay. and we got it back. What else would you like to talk about your in your your rowing story? You know, is there anyone you'd like to give a shout out to besides Ellen Minster, of course? Well, Ellen, yeah. of course, the legend of Ellen yes. is she's changed my life in yeah. every way. I would also like to say to Nick Kermakov. He was my 23 oh. coach at Riverside, oh, and he he was incredible, and he also changed my life. And the thing that I think is really exciting is that we're getting more people to know what PR categories mean. Yeah. And so I think one of the last things I'd want to leave with anyone listening is that PR1 is going to be athletes that are using their arms. PR2, okay, yeah, that's, that's good to know. Arms and back, and PR3 yes. is the boat that I was with. So arms. So PR three is the least disabled, or yeah. So so PR three, those athletes are gonna have full range of movements. Okay, yeah. Legs, right. arms. And so body. Danny Hansen would be a PR three. Yes. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yes, Danny. I, absolutely. She came by at the head of the Charles, where I think you also coxed, right? Yes. <laughs> yes. Tell us a little bit about that experience. So I was lucky enough to be able to race with my PR 3-4 at Heather Charles, along yeah. with a great eight. So we pulled together multiple PR 3-4 athletes, PR 3 athletes. So we had USA represented Australia and Canada, yeah. and then the Ukrainian women's eight. I had the honor of getting to cox the Ukrainian women's eight in the champion yeah. division. Did you get to know them a little bit? A little bit, and yeah. they were they were very kind because we realized the first day when we went out that we needed to come up with a way of communicating sure, that was going to be yeah. helpful to everyone. Well, Elena has pretty good English. Yes, but yes. Yeah. And, and many she's people, not in every scene. <laughs> yes. And, and mm. things that become intuitive to your yeah. coxing language 
aren't necessarily intuitive to everyone and that goes for any boat regardless of language and so it was how do we come up with the best words so it was instead of way enough we use stop and instead of port or starboard we use leve and preve which (laughs) are the (laughs) ukrainian words yes so coming around coming around bridges it was like all right i'm gonna need one side to press so i'm gonna call that side in ukrainian yeah (laughs) fast or something levy hard yeah. yeah, yeah. So oh. maximum was the maximum. word we used. Good, yeah. Well, they were in like you know, so just a tall, solidly built person. She's just, she was amazing, powerful, but very, very kind. And yeah, welcoming. very kind. Yeah. Tell me, just as we wrap up, um, how do you feel? Like regattas, you know, are are we getting more PRs? Uh, para representation and are they being like, do you, do you li- would you like to see them integrated into the you know instead of like stuck at the end of the day and things like that or, I mean do you have a, a thought about that well I think there are several questions dropped up in, in that one yeah. which is very cool I think number one the more athletes that we can reach to and, and tell anyone that they can row mm-hmm. is great. So yeah. if we can build out the PR1, the PR2, the PR3 categories at these races with athletes, that's going to make everyone faster and have more fun because yeah. everyone wants to go out and race. And so Ellen was speaking a little bit this weekend about how do we lower the barrier of entry for PR1s and PR2s because you have a different boat. And so first step is make people aware about these programs and get people in the water so that they can have the most fun possible. Then, on top of that, I think, in terms of scheduling races and and how that fits into the schedule, um, I think that there are experts who can give you an even better yeah. opinion, but I think that the first step is get as many people out on the water and have as much That's fun as true. possible. That's true, yeah. yeah, and get other types of rowers understanding and being aware of, of the program, the para programs that are out there. Because just, yeah, you know, awareness is good. But, yeah, any any other thoughts you need to get on with your day or? (laughs) I I think if anyone out there knows of a para-athlete who wants to get involved in a sport, again, I'll stick to what I've been saying. Rowing is for anyone at any time. And let's get everyone, regardless of para-classification, non-para-classification out on the water. And I think that's been a theme of the weekend. I'm sure a lot of your other speakers have been saying something similar. Yeah, it's kind of, it, it's, it's a overriding theme, I think. So that hopefully it will filter out into as people go home and carry out their activities. Well, thank you so much, Emily. Thank you for I having really me, I really appreciate Charlotte. it. I know it was a little bit last minute, but I'm glad we got you in. And Let's continue the, the conversation. Thank you for having me. All right. Take care. <laughs> you as well. Next, we're having Calvin Coffee at 10.15, so stay tuned. I keep forgetting where my camera is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I moved it over there so that you could see the guests a little bit better. But thank you, everyone, for listening, and we'll uh, talk to you and hear from you soon. Thank you.